y'all know what time it is. Mm. Here's the thing. God is good, and we are not. <laughs> We're not. But God is so good that we are loved. And through his justice and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, and we're some bad apples. Mm. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all. But there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith, the fear, the good, the bad, the wins, the losses, life, love, and all of the above. And we're here to have fun while we do it. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Episode three in this new season. Yeah. Man. Here we are, man. Yeah, we are we are excited to be back with you. Man, I'm, I'm excited about this season. Yeah. Man, like that it's last well. episode with Mike was excellent. Yeah, it's going really well so far. Yeah, it is. It's, it's going great. And we've only got better things on the horizon. You're uh, you're about a third of the way through Irresistible. That's how I feel when I'm watching a Bob Ross painting. Like when it starts, like you know better things are coming. And I feel uh-huh. like that's what's happening with this season. Like we're a Bob Ross painting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Better things are coming. Yeah, better things are we, coming. We may have happy little accidents, but we turn them into trees. Yeah, that's that's the that's the truth. And that's then you the can truth. pick from the bad apples tree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bro. Wow. Bro, listen, this is unrelated. Okay. I just needed to share a spiritual moment with you today. Okay. <laughs> I went to Custom Cup this morning. Okay. Okay. Now, that was part of the spiritual moment. So, I was already feeling like on a spiritual high. I had, because you got good coffee. Yeah, I got really good coffee. And it was before work. It was after a night that I, you know, I was up I was up late. And I needed that extra shot. And I mm. said, I said, hey, I said, give me a latte, ice latte with, with half and half instead of milk. And I said, give me an extra shot. Mm. She said, sir, you know that's. Five shots, right? And I said, yes, ma'am. So she gave me the five shots of espresso. So I walked out of that place. I took a sip of it, and I just felt God in that moment. Okay. And I'm driving down. Or copious amounts of caffeine. Yeah. Either one. Could have been. (laughs) I'm driving down. Oh, gosh, I think it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what street it is, but I'm driving in the middle of Springfield, downtown. Downtown Springfield. Yeah. I come across this bakery with a pentagram on the top of it. Okay. Okay. The name on the sign says Beelzebuns. It's a satanic bakery. In Springfield? In Springfield. I started speaking in tongues. Did you? You did not. Okay, all right. You're joking. <laughs> but, you know. But is there, wait, for real, though, is there a, like, is there a yeah, satanic bakery? Yeah, it's real. That's terrifying. I'm, I'm afraid that they'll hear this and, and curse us. I mean, I. Maybe but I got the Holy it. I don't. Ghost. I don't think we're on their radar yet. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. We're probably you not. know we're still you know. Hey, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> would you like some possession with your pastry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like to get to your house, I I drive by that that Mystic Cavern place. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what is that place? The Mystic. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a hair shop. It's a hairstylist shop. No, it's not. I promise. No, it, it is. is not. Enchantment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a hairstylist shop. They yeah. like they they have like. She's a hairdresser. Okay, maybe, but they also have like a hearse parked out front. Yes, that's she's a rock star also. Also, she's in a band. No, is she, she is yeah, for real. Promise. Is she cool? Is she like like I don't know her personally. Okay, but like I just saw, 
I don't remember how I made the connections. One of my friends had posted her band and then like, uh, like connected the enchantment or whatever it's called. I don't even know what the place is called. I think enchantment is right. Enchantment. And, and I was like, wait, that's that place right here on Stevenson. Well, they got that Himalayan salt cave in there. The Himalayan salt cave. I don't know how legit that is. Oh, dude, it's crystal, so it has to be legit. <laughs> oh no, yeah, bro. Listen, there's not a there's not a devil in my heart because of the crystals I have in my house. Oh gosh, <laughs> I had I grew up with crystals, bro. It was called coal. We kept the lights on. Right, your dad was a coal miner. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Well, hey, again, welcome back. We're glad that you're here. We, uh, we're we sipping on, though, some of the fruits of that, that custom cup run that you had this morning, yeah, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, what is it? Tell me, tell, is, tell, tell the folks what we're drinking. Now, I might say it with my West Virginia dialect. <laughs> you, you might. You might say it with your West Virginia. You're always going to say it with your West Virginia. <laughs> but it's Burundi. Burundi. <laughs> I think it might be right. I think I, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I like to get a little fancy and call it Burundi. Burundi. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I picked it up this morning. I haven't had the. I have had Burundi. We had Burundi. Yeah, we did with Blue Bottle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I like this better. Now this is supposed to be a light roast, but I really feel like it's got a little bit of a a dark feel to it. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it tastes like a light roast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But not like. But it's not weak. No, it's not weak. So here's the thing: we're not sponsored by Custom Cup, so I can say this. But like, yeah. there's a lot of times where I'll get. Custom Cups coffee, mm-hmm. and I'll find it's too light. Like the oh, the, really? the roast is not dark enough. Mm, so do you get so, a dark roast or you get a light roast? Well, I I like light roasts, especially from local roasters, because I know yeah. that they're they're going to do mm-hmm. like a, a small time roaster has a better chance of like having a true light roast. Yeah, they do. You know, that's true. And and it might be a true light roast, and I might just be like you know measuring this through my lens of having mass produced light light roast light roast coffee but yeah. like you know it doesn't have enough it doesn't have enough flavor okay to me okay. so it's all it's all like it's i don't want to say weak but it's just not as yeah it's weak it's like okay. when when it's super super light you have to like so as somebody who uses an aeropress or a mm-hmm. or a chemex i have to use more coffee or um, a finer yeah, grind that. and and i don't have like yeah so there, there's a lot more elements to it when so are it's you, really light. Are you looking for kind of? Are you looking for that bitterness that a dark roast has in a light roast? It's not so much the bitterness. It's just like this is perfect. This is, is this is what I want a light roast to be. It, it really is, and it's really good. I'm I'm well done, Custom Cup. I know that they're avid listeners of the show. Uh, I know, I know they do follow me on Instagram. Hey, that's that's pretty good. So custom, yeah, that's custom. right. This is our this is our moment. <laughs> I have I have their sticker on my fridge at work. I mean, for does sure. that count? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Um, I, I will say that this is one of the better bags of coffee I've had for them. I loved El Salvador. That was a dark. I'm pretty sure that was a dark roast, though. Um, and I'm more of a dark guy. I'm going to go darker, okay, uh, in a lot of things. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but this, I feel like this light roast, and maybe I made it a little strong. I don't know. I think I think you might have because it's again, it's like, this perfect. is the this is the best. This is yeah. the best like that I've had. Well, but I went. Know. I did go. So my 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 Breville tells me go uh, one scoop per cup. Okay. And uh, so I did that last time with Arrowroot, and you mentioned it was light. So I'm like, all right, now, next time I'll try to go one up 
Okay. From that and see what see what you see what you think. So this is one up. Perfect. All right. Cool. That's, that's right on. So you're a you're an extra scoop kind of guy. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Hallelujah. No, I think it, I think it's really really good. And uh, you know I I'm I'm happy with it. Me too. Now okay so little this is not like uh, this is not a normal brand of coffee. Just so you're mm-hmm. prepared. Mm-hmm. All right. Have you had Cameron's coffee? It's like Cameron's bottom coffee. shelf coffee at the grocery store not quite Folgers you know what I feel like I've ha- I feel like I have okay but it's like it's it's like six bucks a bag it's fantastic like like I'm I'm serious like so I we I can't with you I can't look at you no I, I'm for real for real like so I don't I don't make it at work I, I make it at home okay but like They've got like a Hawaiian blend. They got a Jamaican blend. And I feel these like are I, not these are not single origin. These are crazy cheap. They're pre ground. You get it at Marshalls. I know. I got. <laughs> you probably can. I get it at at like I got this last one at uh, County Market, and it Damn. is it's dude value coffee. If you're a value coffee drinker out there, okay, you know check we, it out. We Cameron's. do need to. We do. We do need to do an episode where we feature value coffee because some people are just like, man, I'm not paying that much for no, coffee. No, I don't. I don't blame them. You yeah, know, yeah. it's it's expensive stuff. It now is. we've had Cameron's coffee is good coffee. It is not nearly as good as some of the other stuff that that I've had, like mm-hmm. the stuff from Green Day, like the 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 Oakland Oakland coffee. Oh, I never man. got to try that. Yeah, it's because I drink it all. It's fantastic wow. though. It's fantastic. It was so good. I I mean like. <laughs> But then, but on the other hand, I've paid a lot for coffee that's not as good as the stuff from Cameron. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say like, so I paid, you know, I paid, you know, a good a good sum for the blue bottle. I loved it. Yeah, I'm I'm finding that like the Thailand from Arrowroot, the Ethiopia from Arrowroot, the Burundi from Custom Cup is Are better is tickling my fancy. Yeah, better than. You know, than most. So. But so far, so far, my favorite mm-hmm. that we've had this year. Yep. I, oh wait, can I can I guess it? Yeah, the black rifle. Nope. Dang, I was I was wrong. Nah, dude, this is the mad goat. That mad goat Sumatra. Oh, I forgot about that. Chef's kiss. I forgot. Perfect. About that. I thought the, you meant. Is the best stuff we've had I on the show. Meant, we didn't have it on the show. Yeah, whatever. We we. <laughs> In our friendship, that's in, in our friendship. <laughs> that's the best one. I like that. It. it was it was so good. Yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, so, you know, speaking of Blue Bottle, we you know we bought we bought their coffee. We had it on our show, and now they're partners with the Weekend, mega star of the Weekend. So I feel like we're kind of connected to the Weekend. Sure, <laughs> sure, you could say that. And when I drink coffee, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah, does he sing that? He does sing that, and it's about cocaine. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yep. I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't see the weekend and not think of the Super Bowl a halftime show a few years ago. Creepy, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I only watched, like, some pieces of it. I tried to watch, so there's an HBO special that has, like, his whole yeah. concert. I got through about Yeah, I, I got through about, like, 10 minutes of it, and I was like, nope. Was it weird? Done. Yeah, it was super weird. Super weird. You know, I like some of his music, like, especially, like, the newer stuff where it's kind of, like, got this 80s blinding, feel. Blinding... Lights, blinding lights, blinding yeah, lights, that's super yeah. good. Some of the um, some of the music on his his latest album is is and it's you know it's a vibe, but yeah, I can't get behind his his performances. Not too weird. I tell you what though, if you if you're into watching performances, um, Amazon Prime has a performance of Kendrick Lamar in Paris. Okay, dude. Oh man, one man show, dude. He just he throws it down, and he Kendrick he, Lamar. Yeah. Okay, I was I'm like. 
Disney Plus is setting up for an Ed Sheeran. Um, oh, like my they gosh. they did the, they did like a um, a mm. documentary on him, like following his his yep. prep for this latest album that he's about to drop. I I mean, he dropped it. Right. And oh, he did. Amazing. Okay. Okay. There it's we go. Amazing. So yeah, they. Uh, um, I would love to see him live. I, I oh, like. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, people are going crazy over Taylor Swift now. I will say this: I follow enough people on on Instagram that yeah. have gone to see Taylor Swift. I'm like, man, I I don't want to sell my house to do it, but yeah. I mean, I think it'd be fun to go go see Taylor. I mean, she must put on one heck of a show. But my friend just went. Um, yeah. You know, hey, what's up, Alyssa? She just went. Um, this past weekend went to Nashville. Yeah, she said it was a, it was amazing, like a lifetime, once in a lifetime experience. Here's what's awesome: um, it was delayed, yeah, uh, because of like rain and stuff sure, like yeah. that. And Taylor didn't cancel. No, she's not like Morgan Wallen. Oh, you know what I'm saying, dude? That guy's getting some serious hate. Uh, do you see Kenny Chesney's replacing him though on, on on some sort of like some sort of music festival down? Yeah, he is <laughs> down on the golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Good old Kenny Chesney. <laughs> Merle Haggard never canceled a show. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I would love to see Ed Sheeran live. Me I too. Think that, like he does so much with like the loop pedal thing. I that know. like, man, incredible. It's it's awesome. I thought I could do that. I like my dad has a loop pedal. Yeah. So I thought All right, I'm gonna go in the basement. I'm gonna figure this thing out. Yeah. No, not even close. It was so bad. Like. It, it's it's really it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's like super tough. You have to have good timing. Yeah, and you have to know all the parts. And so, like, I only know the rhythm part. And so, I'm I'm not doing any of the lead stuff. And so, I, I figured yeah. out, I'm like this ain't this ain't for me. But dude, so so he would be he would be up there on my list of of people I would love to see. And John Mayer. I, oh, I've seen John Mayer. Oh man, yeah, How did he I not know this about my friend. Yeah, he was at a uh, state uh, the state fair. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. So and now he, we're getting Nelly, dude. Oh, I, I didn't see that we're getting Nelly. <laughs> or no, that's County Fair. Uh, is it really the County <laughs> yeah, Fair? Yeah. Sangamon County Fair is Nelly. I think so. I thought yeah. that that was State Fair. Gosh, I don't. know. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, yeah, the coolest concerts I've ever been to. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to Anaheim, California? No, man, dude. All right. So, all right. All right. Uh, once upon a uh, once upon a time, my dad owned air quotes owned, owned. a music business. Okay. okay. Which the reason my dad owned a music business was so that he'd go to this magical place called NAM. And it's N A A M, National Association of Music Merchants. No, oh, I thought N-A-M. you meant Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. No, N A M M. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, like NAM has two shows. Okay. I'm not going to even, like, you know. You didn't acknowledge no, that. I'm, I'm, I'm bummed yeah, about it. Yeah. Because every time I tell a story, somebody makes that joke. Like, Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, so, like, there's two shows. And one's in one's in Nashville. Okay. One's in Anaheim, Anaheim California. Okay. And the one in Nashville, my dad went all the time with his buddies. And, like, it was fun. And yeah. it's and it's just a trade show. They, they showcase the latest and the greatest and the, everything else. Like, Fender has a booth. Gibson has a booth. Taylor has a booth. Everybody has a booth. Like, you know, even uh, our friends from Road, they've got a a, mm. a, a, a booth in, in Rolland. You see, hey see, see what I'm doing? You know, I'm, I'm pretending that we're sponsored, too. I like um, that, man. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, what was cool, though, is that, like, the NAM show at Nashville was kind of small, but then there was this big one in Anaheim. It's like, it was at the beginning of the year. That's when they rolled out all the cool stuff. Okay. And, man, they pulled out all the stops at this one. So, like... Um, anybody who is sponsored by these companies, mm-hmm. they would put on shows. Mm. So 
my senior year, my dad, me, and a couple of my cousins, we went out to Anaheim, California for the NAM show. Man. It was amazing. Like, wow. I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I was from me to you mm-hmm. from Slash. The Slash. Are you serious? Okay, the Slash. And he's just signing autographs, doing his thing, talking about guitars, trying to sell them. I was in a concert hall where Jason Mraz played. You know, Ted wow. Nugent did an acoustic set. Fred Bear? Now, dude. What? <laughs> Fred Bear? Have you never heard the song Fred Bear? I don't know, but it's Ted Nugent. Yeah, it's Ted Nugent, yeah, dude. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Night Ranger did one. And then, uh, like, Stephen Curtis Chapman, man, like, he, oh, he, he and his kids were there, and they were in the Taylor booth. That guy is way more talented on guitar than you would ever think. Yeah, like, I Stephen can, Curtis I Chapman. I mean, he's so good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was so cool. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. and these are these are concerts that you would dream yeah. about being able to be at. I don't, because, know about, I don't know if I dream about Stephen Curtis Chapman. No, but you're like, you're. You're in a hotel ballroom with with them. all these people. Yeah, I mean, like you're you're not like with Jason Mraz. I could have thrown like I could have thrown something to him, Man. like from where I was at. Now was like, this like was this pre? I'm yours. And no, this was like when he was the bomb. When like, he was releasing, yeah, I'm like, yours. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This was like he was he was nice. Like it was a full house when he was in there. Ted Nugent brought a full house too. But like I got to the point where there were so many famous people mm-hmm. like one of my great regrets of life mm-hmm. is that my cousin john he's like hey i'm gonna go back to the uh, i'm gonna go back to the the uh, like the hall and because you know chad smith and flea are supposed to be doing like their own thing from the chili peppers uh, from the chili peppers because flea was relate releasing a new wow. bass and so they were playing this private thing and i was like ah you know i'm just i'm just kind of you know i'm tired i'm gonna stay here <laughs> That sounds like what I would do. I can't believe I didn't go. I mean, like, like there's so many times I want to go back and be like, why didn't you? That, that was so stupid. What is wrong with and you? They ended up like they like they were so into it yeah. that like the noise police. Because again, there's there's so many different booths there, and everybody's trying to sell something, and so you can't be like crazy. Yeah. But they came and had to like shut them down. They unplugged the cord, but they were still over there, just like no rocking out way. and having fun, you know. Yeah, so I it was it was cool. It was super cool. Man. I've never been around so much musical talent in my entire life, and I came back with a ton of stickers. I still have guitar picks that I'm pulling out, like from that from time. that time from that time. You know, I think I came. I think at the at the end of it, um, more stickers than I can count. A couple bags. More guitar picks than I can count. You're a stickers guy. And and I probably I think I got ten t shirts for free. You know, and just and any everything. That's they awesome. Just, people gave you all kinds of stuff. I got free drumsticks. I got free drum keys. I got free like yeah. so much stuff. Then they found out my dad doesn't own a music business. <laughs> oh and, my uh, God. <laughs> so yeah. we can't go back. Oh no. <laughs> but it was it was like super cheap, like for us to go because they're trying to get us yeah. to be, you know. Like all of these vendors are trying to get us to carry their products in our store. Uh, oh, so. I wish you guys could see the air quotes. Yeah, the, the, there's no store, yeah. unfortunately. But it was super fun. It sounds like something Jack Johnson would play at. Do you ever listen to Jack Johnson? Oh, I love Jack Johnson. Do you really? Uh, it, yeah. So, um, better together was our our first song, uh, like our first dance. Are you kidding yeah. me, dude? I love Jack Johnson. I actually just made an entire playlist of only Jack Johnson yeah. albums. And the whole time you're saying this, it's just like, I'm like, man, Jack Johnson, it sounds like he would be at this show. I didn't know I didn't you see, liked him. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I listened to Jack Johnson, uh, but the best best concert I was ever at was at the, um, 
it was here in Springfield. Um, and oh shoot, what's his name? I can't remember. It's so <laughs> must bad. have been an impact. Well, hang on, hang on. It's like <laughs> it's it, it's 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 an oh Tommy Emmanuel is who it is. I've never even heard yeah, of that exactly. Guy. That's why that's why I forgot his that's name. That's why it's the so, best concert. But, but what was cool? He's he's a guitar player. Yeah, and he's fantastic. I mean, like crazy mm. good. Next time that you're like. Hey, I just need some like acoustic background music. Tommy Emmanuel, check him just out. Check it out. Fantastic. All right, I'll check He's it out. Crazy good. Even better than John Mayer. Oh, Even come on. better than John Dude, Mayer. Come on. I'm dead serious. Man. Dead serious. Oh my God. Who's seen both of these guys? I have. Who's I seen neither of these guys? You. I mean, I but I've watched a lot of YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the same thing. Although when John Mayer plays with BB King, like oh, bro. like, oh man, that was so cool. Bro. So like, I I actually I think this is the most we've ever talked about music. I, same like, like we like so I, I feel like so being a music guy, I I actually can't look on my life and say, man, I've really been some, to some amazing concerts. Like I traveled and did music at the Christian events. I've met mm-hmm. some pretty cool Christian you know um, artists and stuff like that. But like, man, like I'd love to see John Mayer. I've never seen John Mayer. Like as far as secular, I've unfortunately seen. Uh, Rascal Flats. <laughs> it wasn't by choice, and I didn't pay for the ticket. <laughs> um, I've seen Zach Brown Band, who actually they put on a, a they put on an amazing show. Yeah, um, they they are, he done a he done a guitar solo on an acoustic guitar. Oh, and that's it was, cool. It was incredible. Like there was a point where they stripped down the stage. It was intermission, and when they came back out, the whole stage was a front porch, and they sat on there with banjos and acoustic guitars and ah, just sweet. harmonized, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm in redneck heaven. Yeah, right. Um, but, but yeah, I, I like the best concert I've been to right now, which I think the best concert will be in June when I go see Charles Wesley Godwin. I think that's going to be the best concert because he puts on amazing shows. Yeah. And he's from West Virginia. Yeah. Um, biased. So I'm biased. But right now, man, that little show that I paid 20 bucks for – at Boondocks that me and Alec went to. Yeah. That was the best show. Those guys rocked that house down. Yeah. You know. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was cool. That is super cool. So, anyway, all right. So, what we ought to do right now, though, do we have a ministry partner? For this? Of course we do. Okay. All right. All right. So, we're kicking it over to Will one more time. All right, Will. Let's hear what you got to say about your book. Hey, this is Will Basham. I'm an author and editor of the new book, Church Out Here, Insights from Small Town Churches. In this book, there are 12 of us who write about various topics dealing with ministry in small town places. It's a very practical book. Would love for you to pick it up. I hope it blesses you. You can find it at ruralchurchvoices.com. Sweet. Hey, Will. Uh, Thanks, Will. Yeah, we we need to like pick that book up and check it out. Like, well, we do actually need that'd to buy be, it. That'd be a good idea. Sorry, Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like see what, see what he's going to say. We do need to buy. It. Yeah, he, he's he's phenomenal, man. He, he's just a really good guy, and uh, man, he's just doing some amazing things through Acts twenty nine over there in West Virginia. Um, so yeah, and he's he's over in Illinois sometimes, like in meetings and stuff. And we tried to get together like last year, the year before, and our schedules did, didn't work out. Yep. But uh, next time he's over here, we gotta. Got to try to nail him down. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So, okay, um, tell everybody you you have had quite the like saga with your breaks <laughs> this week. Now, I, I changed. Yeah. So, just so we're all on the same page, um, we found out that our breaks need to change about the same time. Yeah, yeah. I got mine changed. Break, bros. In yeah, in less than an hour mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Dustin Bramer. Shout out, Dustin. Hey, what up, you Dustin? Know? 
Um, but yeah, we went over to his house, pulled into the garage. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You know, done. And so far, car's been stopping. Must Everything's be nice. good. Must you be know, nice. two weeks. I've got a little bit of squealing, but nothing, nothing crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it's so it's me and my, uh, uh, you know, I, he's my landlord, but he's really my friend. Uh, he's a really close friend of mine. Uh, me and him, we fish together. Uh, he a special bond. Helped me plant a garden, so oh, I, I'm now gardening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, so here here's the story. Here's how the saga began. Um, I was at Subaru before I went home for Christmas, getting yep. an oil change, an oil change, oil, oil, <laughs> and you know they hand me a paper, one syllable, oil, <laughs> oil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they hand me this paper and they say, well, you know, here's where your brake pads are. You need to try to get that finished next time you come in, and and here's the here's the quote on that. We'll get it all done for you. They didn't say that country, but, you know, mm-hmm. I look at the paper and it says $900. No way. Now, this is for this is for both sets of brake pads, just brake pads. I'm thinking, okay, if it's rotors and calipers and all this stuff, mate, you know, fine. But this was just for the brake pads and the labor. I'm Dang. like, what? You're not even going to be an hour with the tools that you have. No. You know, you're not going to be an hour on this thing. And you're charging $500 for labor. It was $400 for the parts, $500 for the labor. And I'm like, crazy. Something's wrong. I got to figure this out. Yeah. Because I'm not taking out a small loan to get my brake pads no, changed. No, definitely not. Um, so I was just telling, I was, I was, um, Jeremy, I was taking him to work. We both work at the same school. And I was taking him to work a few mornings because his truck was in the shop. And I was telling him this situation. He was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I've changed my brake pads on every vehicle I have. He's like, let me change them. You've been taking me to school. Let that be an even trade. I'll help you with yeah, your yeah, brakes. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like that's very even. You know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking Subaru, it's probably going to be complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I start looking at brake pads, and I'm immediately thinking, oh, my gosh, I can save so much oh, money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's I, like a $60 thing yeah, if, if yeah. you're just changing brake pads yeah. like and so i talked to my brother my, my brother's a, a parts dealer in west virginia he you know deals with parts deals with all kind all of the distributors and manufacturers and i'm talking to him about these brands he's like yeah man he's like the the two you sent me they're great they're great brands um he said also duralast from autozone will work yeah. fine and i'm like okay That's cool what i got so i uh ordered these brakes off of amazon that was the first you know I got them for under a hundred dollars, both sets. I'm like, man, this is this is awesome. So we wait a couple of weeks, front and we, back, is front it? and front oh, and back okay. for less than a hundred. Okay. So, um, waited a few weeks because our schedules needed to align. So we went over there Saturday, and we get into this thing, and we're starting to kind of see. All right, it's a little different, but yeah. still, you know, we can still figure this out. Yeah. So, and now I'm not mechanical. So I'll try to explain this. Sure. You know, I'm sure we got some mechanics listening. <laughs> you know. Um, so like we get we get the uh we get the tire off, we get back there, we're looking, we're trying to take the cover or the caliper off, whatever, and uh we notice that there's a bolt back there and it's like it's like backwards. And you have to like it looks like an Allen wrench, like a hex yeah. top. And he's like, Oh, I've got you know, I've got Allen wrenches, of course. 
So he goes and gets his biggest Allen wrench, which is a 10 millimeter. He sticks it in there and it's not even close to fitting. It's too Mm -hmm. small. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, if it's that, if it's that small of an issue, let's run over to Menards, the tool heaven. Yeah. Right. You know, men is in the word. Yeah. They got tools. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) so we're in this section and i'm like man they don't have that many tools like they don't have that many options for allen wrenches like it doesn't go up higher than a 10 he's like are you serious i'm like yeah so we're looking around looking around can't find it at menards okay cross the street it's lowe's (laughs) yeah another huge hardware store yeah and they've got better they better got better tools. tools. They got better uh, tools. You know, I said, I said, hey, you know, we're definitely going to find it at Lowe's. Yeah, for sure. We walk in. We're having a little trouble finding it. And so two guys come over, and we show them what we need. And they're just like, what? Can't find, can't find a size bigger than a 10, even at Lowe's. Dang. So w- what we're thinking we need is an 11. Yeah, right. actually, that's what Google is saying you need as well is an eleven millimeter for this for this one piece to yeah. get the the cover sure. off of sure, the sure. brake pads. So I'm like, all right, so this is automotive, this is mechanical, so maybe we go check at AutoZone, O'Reilly's, somewhere yeah. like there. So right. we start going to these places, dude. They're baffled. Right. They have no idea what to even say. Sure. The O'Reilly guy was he was super helpful. He called like. He called like his his headquarters, and is trying to get the replacement part for this, and trying to get like figured out. All right, what do they send you when you know when you need to replace this on a Subaru Ascent? And he gives us this little tiny piece, and we both look at it and like, dude, this is not fitting. This is so small. Like we're showing you the ten millimeter, right? Yeah, that's that's already too big. Yeah, and you're giving us this little tiny piece, or it's too small. So you're giving us this little tiny piece. There's no way it's going to work. So we go back. We try it just to appease him. Sure. And, of course, it doesn't work. Yeah. So we're, we realize we're stuck today. Like, uh, on that day, we're stuck. I have a question. Yeah. Anybody, like, did you guys ever, like, consider taking some electrical tape and just trying to fatten that uh, tin up a little bit? No. Okay. I didn't. All right. You know, I mean, I mean, hey, like, like, you know, he racked his brain. I, I, I'm not a brain racker with anything mechanical. Like, you put me in front of a, a recording. I mean, yeah, that, that like, could that could have ended badly. I mean, yeah. you know, like you could have yeah. got it stuck in there, or you which know. is what we didn't want to do. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, or you know, you could have stripped it out or something. Right. So I'm not saying like that was the the you know. Right. I didn't know if that like was and <clears throat> like so so thinking about doing something like that. And it was like we there could have been things we could have done, but like also, if you mess up one little part of this, it's oh, going to be even more expensive. Now you got to buy the new part, exactly. Yeah, yeah and then you got to go. Then I got. Then I have to go to Subaru with my tail tucked between my legs and end up try, and end up paying more probably. Yeah. So like at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm going to give a proverbial middle finger to Subaru, and I'm going to do this. Not, I'm not, mom. I'm not really going to get a middle finger to him. But like, like don't believe him. <laughs> but like, I, I've like, heard what he said off air. <laughs> I'm going to stick it to the man. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get nine hundred dollars out of me. No, yeah, well, heck no. I'll die trying. You know, yeah, right? 
Um, or watch Jeremy try. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Jeremy. Anyway, <laughs> carrying the team. So, so I'm like, all right, man. We 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 put our put my tire back on. We we, you know, we go home. Or you know, I'm at his house, so I go home. And I'm just kind of like, man, what a waste of a day. Mm. Didn't do anything but take a tire off and figure out we don't have what we need to do this. So I start looking online. It just so happened the Harbor Freight had some sizes bigger than a 10. Okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I went and bought a set of stuff that's bigger than a 10. Well, I looked on the set after I bought it, and they didn't. <laughs> they had every size above a 10 except, guess what? An 11. An 11. They didn't have an 11. They didn't have the 11 in the set. And Subaru I'm like, has, a, has a patent on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So do you I, order it from Amazon? How would you do so uh, yeah, I ended up ordering the size 11, uh, 11 millimeter hex uh, socket or whatever you want to call it from oh, Amazon. Let's look to see how much one of those are. Eight bucks <laughs> okay. is what I paid for it. Okay? Oh my gosh, for one <laughs> Allen wrench for one. So it, so it was like a top to like it's like the uh, socket that goes on a ratchet. Am I correct in okay in terminology? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them. Yeah. Oh yeah, these are oh, geez. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't. This ain't cheap. So I got it in on Monday. Uh, we checked it at school on Tuesday. Is it Titan brand. It is Titan brand. It's exactly <laughs> the same. That's exactly the brand. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, we checked to see if it fit on Tuesday at school. It fit. Oh, there you he's go. Like, oh man, here we go. If it fits, it ships. Yep, that's right. So he's all right. Come over Wednesday, and we'll we'll change your brakes. All right, bet. Here we go. It's gonna get done. Go over Wednesday after school. We get everything off. That was a dramatic pause. <laughs> I had to swallow. Yeah, okay. All right. I was like, oh my gosh. I took what, a deep sigh breath. What are, we, what are we getting into here? Yeah. We got everything off. And we got the caliper off. The brake pads are off. I look at the brake pads and I went, oh no. The brake pads that I had bought that Amazon sent me that I thought, man, I'm, oh man, I'm under a hundred dollars. These are awesome. 2019 Subaru Ascent. That's what they said they were for. Nope. That's what they fit. You know, everything's good to go. They are not even close. They're two sizes smaller than this than the Ascent brake pads, and they don't even have the clips. You have clips that goes into the pistons. yeah right yeah. They didn't have those. No. And I'm like, what in the world? So, all right. We're going to jump in his truck. We're going to go across town, try to find some places that carry brake pads that fit a Subaru 19. Subaru Ascent 2019. We walk into AutoZone. We show him the brake pad. We ask, you know, hey, can you get these or do you have these? He's like, not only do we not have them, but we can't even get them. We can't even order them. We can't even order them from someone else. He said, and... And Advance, they're the same distributors, and O'Reilly is the same distributors. They're, not go- you're, you're, they're probably not going to be able to get them either. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so he gave us zero hope. Yeah, that's nice. So we it? walked out of there. Jeremy said, you know, there's an O'Reilly right down the road. Let's just at least go try. Yeah, right. So we walk into O'Reilly. We had zero hope. We were actually talking between one another and saying, you know, what are the odds? 
what do you what do you think the betting odds of this are? And I was like, oh, maybe ten percent, maybe maybe okay. ten. I'll give you a ten. He's like, I'll give it a zero. That's what you get for believing the guy from <laughs> advance. Yeah, right. Right. So <clears throat> we walk up to this guy. This guy is clearly here in our conversation, and he's like, do you have we like do you have these? And he's like, no, I don't have them. And he's like, can, Jeremy's like, can you get them? And he's like, no. And I'm like. My God. <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, it's over. <laughs> I, I said that. I, I literally said, I was like, evil has prevailed. Like, <laughs> the saga ends here. <laughs> Sam, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but then we look over. Sorry, and this wins. guy, I don't know who this guy is. I didn't ask his name. I should have. But he's like chuckling to himself. He's like, I'm just joking. I can get it to you by Friday. oh my gosh and we're just we all have this like manly laugh moment like my god like so so they actually had the the back uh the rear uh brake pads so i bought those there and then this morning on my way back over from custom cup i drove right past that o'reilly stopped in got them there you go and here we are we uh we come back to the house today after school and we say all right we have we have figured out how not to do it right so many times right we got to figure out how to do it this time yeah and sure enough we got it yeah you did we got it and Look i got the front yeah we haven't done the back yet uh we'll do that next week but the front the front brake pads are on and I didn't contribute a thing. Well, that's not even true. You, <laughs> I mean, you stopped and got them. You you fret over it all week. It's been you know? and it's been so stressful. It's been a it's been a it's been a ride. You you made. It, you I, I really it. do want to. Uh, you know, if he if he at all listens, which I know he does some, but like, uh, big shout out to Jeremy because he gave Jeremy. his time and he's Dude, a big he's just a, like the, he's the, a big fisherman, and he ha, you know he has two young sons and has a family and man he took the time out of he took three days out of his uh the real mvp (laughs) the the real mvp and i got to hand him uh you know a gift card you know and that's about it (laughs) and And he did So one of the things that you wanted to talk about when we were going through, yeah. like what we could possibly talk about in the season, you wanted to talk about asking for help. And so yeah. knowing knowing what you had going on this week, I was like, man, this is perfect. You know, you had to you had to ask for help. Yeah, man. I mean, like you had to ask for help from Jeremy. You had to ask for help for from the guy at AutoZone. Yeah, and then the guy at Harbor yeah. Freight, and the guy at Menards, and the guy at Lowe's, and yeah. eventually the guy at O'Reilly's. You had to ask for help from your your brother. Yeah. I mean, here's yeah. the thing: is like. If it was on you to mm. to to do that, you would have spent nine hundred dollars at Subaru. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, so, um, yeah, man. And I and I think um, looking at it from just just a surface level, you know, a lot of times um, men don't want to ask for help. No, even if it means going and spending nine hundred dollars at a dealership, it means you didn't ask for right, help. Right, right. And I I think though that like when we talked about it though. There are there are certain things that like I will ask for help if it means that I'm gonna spend a ton of money. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. When it comes to my pride versus money, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on the side of money. I'm gonna yeah. save the money. You're gonna save the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have enough money 
to care that much about my pride. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. (laughs) Shoot, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But but no, but I think that there's another piece of that, though. Sure, sure. What you were fishing for, Mm -hmm. um, and and I want you to kind of like give some background. Oh, yeah, we will. I know some background. Yes, you do. So I want you to like tell me the background here. But like when it comes to asking for help of things, especially of spiritual significance. Oh, yeah. Like it's one thing. To ask for help with your brakes or your roof or right. your, you know, your car or, right. you know, like, you know, it, on your homework or, you know, with a project or something like that. There's, there's things you just got to ask for help with. Yep. Yep. Um, but mm-hmm. when it comes to spiritual things, mm-hmm. personal things, oh, yeah. struggles, yep. the whatnot. Oh, the whatnot. I hate asking for help. Oh, dude. Absolutely, absolutely hate it. Absolutely. Can't stand it. So, why is it that you want to talk about this? I think, um, I mean, and and this is, I I don't want to sound like I'm speaking for all men. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm putting words into men's mouths. Sure. You know, but I I do, I do think from a, from a man's perspective and even, even looking at it, from the surface level of saying, man, you know, I had to stand there and really watch Jeremy do the brunt of the work. I had to ask him to help me do that. And I really, I didn't know much about it. So I couldn't really help. Right. But now here's, here's the thing. Now that I've asked for the help, now that I have been a part of the process, now that I have watched him do that, I am absolutely confident that I can do that the next time. Hey, there you I go. need my brake pads changed. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing true with me and Dustin. Yeah. Like, like it was so simple. And I'm like, and oh, I got all the like, tools for it. You know? There yeah. you go. And now I do too. Like, yeah, there you go get your like, living. Take that living. Subaru. Yeah, right. <laughs> Open your own garage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I, I think looking back at my life, looking back at, um, you know, things that I that I struggled with, things that I still continue to struggle with. Like I, I'm not nowhere near perfect. Uh, I'm a man. You know what I mean? And I got man problems. You know what I'm saying? but but honestly like looking back and i I remember not only feeling like i couldn't talk about this with other men because it was so taboo like like issues that i had personally spiritually not talking about service level brake pads anymore like the stuff that um i didn't have spiritual brake pads for right you know what i mean and i couldn't stop because i couldn't ask for that help and i and i i could i just didn't know how to do it right and like I feel like where where my life really kind of shifted was I didn't go through this, you know, restoration program. I didn't go through this um detailed out to-do list of all the things I need to get get right or get what right. I did was I sat down with dudes and I said, "I need help." And you know, like that was hard for me. Sure. Because it was like, hey man, I'm dealing with this. Yeah. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I've dealt with. This is who I've been. That's not who I want to be. Right. And coming from the place of that kind of being taboo, like, you know, you go to church, small town church, you don't hear lust really talked about. You don't really hear sex talked about sure in school we didn't hear about sex it mm. was secret i mean we heard about sex from each other mm-hmm. 
I remember, um, you know, like I was exposed to pornography. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, look at this. Yeah. And there it was. Yeah. And from there, I was like, man, what is that? Mm. You know? So, like, that stuff was just not, like, like we, we, we were talking the other day, like, man, like, students now in school, they have to have a whole, like, there's a sex curriculum. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, that's it's scary, but at the same time, like, it's, man. It's overdue. It is overdue. And, and, and I think, though, too, like, you know, um, our inability to talk about things, mm-hmm. we've realized it creates more problems down the road. Yes, it does. And so, it's like, you know. It's deferred maintenance is really what it is. Oh man! When we don't, Absolutely. when we don't, when we don't talk about things, we're deferring that maintenance, and mm. then uh, you know, ultimately, it, it's going to come due. When it comes to car things, what's funny about my situation is um, back in like February, I talked to my my good buddy Roby, mm-hmm. and Roby is a car guy, like okay, you know, all the way a car guy. Yeah, and um, sounds like a car guy. Yeah, dude, he he loves cars and. Um, he knows lots about them and that kind of stuff. So anyway, so on the phone with Roby, and I was like, "Hey, here's the deal, man. It's like I need a new battery. Yeah. I need new brakes. I need new tires. Like I, I think I need a new air filter. I think I like <laughs> there's a lot of things I need with yeah. my car. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure about a timing timing belt. Ooh, uh, like the other piece is like, oh hey, man, I've been driving this thing for the last 125,000 miles. Yep. I put like by myself, put 125,000 miles on it." About that time. So I'm like, hey, there's a lot of things that could be coming due on this. You know, is there a good way to attack this? And he said, hey, good news. He's like, you don't have a timing belt. You have a timing chain. So as long as you get your oil change, you're going to be just fine. You know, so you don't have to replace that. And I was like, excellent. That's that's such good news. Yeah. Um, But then he's like, you know, he's giving me some pointers on like, hey, buy your Buy your battery from from Menards with the eleven percent rebate. They have yep. good batteries. He said, "Hey, get your tires from Walmart. The Douglas brand tires are really good tires, and they're pretty inexpensive. They're made yep. by Goodyear." Yep. And he's like, "With your brake pads, get on Rock Auto." He's like, "You won't find them any cheaper. They're good. They've got you know a warranty on them." Yeah. All things. He gives me the list. I'm like, "Dude, thank you." This is back in February, and uh, I'm like, and he's like, "Hey, here's the thing. Roby's known me forever. I mean, we we are." Our birthdays are about a month apart. We went to, you know, kindergarten together and graduated yeah. together, and we've been buddies ever all the way through. Yeah. And uh, Roby said, he's like, just remember, with car maintenance, you can either do it on your time now or do it on the car's time later when it's much more inconvenient for you. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that tip, Roby. You know, yeah. like, you know, duh. You know, yeah. but you know what I didn't do? Any of that garbage. I didn't fix none of it. Oh, and so then the day that I was supposed to go to St. Louis to meet with my buddy, yeah. uh, you know, I had I was an hour later because my car battery died. Oh. Wouldn't turn over. Because you know who didn't go to Menards and get their battery? You did. Me. So I had to call Dustin. <laughs> and I said, Dustin, will you come bail me out? He came pick me up. We we went over and got, uh, he jumped jumped the car, went to AutoZone, put yeah. in a, 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 a new battery there, but it's the crappy battery that they only guarantee for six months. Yeah. So, so like... But that's what I had money for, and that's what I had time for. So put that in there. Away we go. You know. <laughs> then again, not, I'm not replacing tires right. until I absolutely have to. Guess right. what? I absolutely had to. You had to. I, yeah. you know, had my first roadside flat oh. um, because I drove them things to the point where they just couldn't go no more. Oh my and gosh! That, that thing popped on me, and then again, who did I call? Dustin. Dustin. He took me over a discount tire. Tire. We put the like. 
that was a crazy <laughs> anyway but like so got him fixed and then you know what you would think man this guy he's learned his lesson yeah he didn't no way jose yeah. man i was waiting till the the brakes were grinding yeah you know yeah. they were grinding and squealing and screaming just oh, when geez. i was like driving and so it's was like it metal on metal and metal on metal you dude, know you're kidding me i'm, dude, I'm not kidding oh i thought you. mine was bad no dude you're fine never like, mind. <laughs> See, what you said is when you decided, oh, I better get my brakes changed when they told you at the oil change that you needed to do that. I was yeah. like, all right, he's a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a sucker. But no, here's here's what I'm, my point is. <laughs> like with with car maintenance, yeah. if you defer maintenance, it's you're still going to have to do it, yep. but you're going to do it at the most inconvenient times. Yep. Like yep. if you do it on your time early, yep. You're set up for success later on. The problem that we have yep. when it comes to spiritual things is that we we defer that maintenance yep. until it's an emergency. Exactly. You know, and then everything's gone to hell. Yep. Like, you know, like yep. it, we it's like you, you you've delayed having these hard conversations because yep. they're embarrassing or they're uncomfortable then, or they're whatever. Then. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. but then it boils over. It boils over. And it's like, oh man. And so yep. yeah. I um so I've kind of I've I've in a joking way said this for for the last few years. I'm a hard learner, mm. and but it but it's it's so true. And and the way you describe that is exactly the way it is. Right. And, and the way I like to describe it sometimes is I, I took I took something that needed needed released. I needed to talk about it to someone. I needed to I needed to get help with the stuff that I was dealing with the, the, all the pressure, all of that stuff. I, I pressed it down until finally I couldn't hold it anymore. Mm. And it cracked yeah. all of that pressure that had been building for years of, you know, of, I can't talk about this because I'm a Christian. I can't talk about this because I'm a man. It's going to show weakness. I can't talk about this because I don't know really who to talk to, even though I had a pastor who was more than willing to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I also can't talk to him about it because I'm on staff and I'm the yeah, youth right. pastor. I can't talk about it because my denomination is about holiness and and sure by God I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna lose what it looks like me to be anointed and holy. I'm not gonna yeah. lose that image. Then then I'm a pastor. Well, by the time I'm a pastor, like I, what am I you supposed still to do? Dealt, yeah, dealt I still stuff, haven't yeah. dealt with it. But then here comes the thing. Here comes this. Here comes this situation where I f- I find the love of my life, mm. and I'm like. All right, she's going to save me from all this. My marriage is going to be the savior, and I'm never going to deal with anything else again. Mm. I'm never going to have a lustful thought again for anyone else <laughs> because of my marriage. Yeah, that's a, that's a such a such <laughs> such a young single man, <laughs> single Christian man. Like, dude, once I get married, I'm gonna have all the sex in the world that I ever want. I will never struggle with lust yeah. again. Yeah. This will be as easy as it ever gets. Yeah. And, um, you know. And it works. It, was, it, it works oh, for about six for, months. For about six months. <laughs> for about six months. <laughs> and Yeah. And, and then so I already, I already had this insecurity. I already had this weakness that wasn't dealt with. I already had these issues that never were dealt with, never even talked about. And then years and years and years of that. And it, and it it was deferred maintenance. Yep. And it all came out, you know, at an inconvenient time. At an inconvenient time. In an inconvenient way. In an inconvenient way. And it totaled the vehicle. And it, it totaled the vehicle. Yeah. My God. I mean, and and I look I look back now, and 
I, I think I think that I can honestly say that I'm past regret. Mm. Like I don't regret anymore. I'm not saying that I don't hear me when I say I don't I'm not saying I don't regret that I that I messed up the way I messed up. Sure. I absolutely hated that it happened that way. Mm. But I'm saying that you're not beating yourself up. I'm not beating myself up. And I don't think I would be where I'm at right now in the place that I'm at right now. If I didn't go through all of that, Hmm. I feel like in a, in a, in a weird way, it, it pushed me to get that maintenance. Hmm. And now I have the maintenance and now it's like, all right, I'm caught up and now I know what to do. Now I can call Dustin, not just for a, a blown tire, and mm-hmm. I can say, dude, I messed up. And he can say, you're an idiot, but I love you. Yeah. And he can walk with me through that. I can call you, and I can text you late at night sometimes and be like, man, we yeah. got, we, I, like, I got to talk to you. I just got to unload on you. And, you know, it's just this, I, I know now that I need to ask for help. Sure. And, you know, it's just a, it's a beautiful vulnerability that I have found strength in because it's what the scripture says. Yeah. The scripture says there's strength in our weakness. And I didn't understand that. I'm like, how can I, how can there be, how can I show weakness? That's weak. Yeah. How can I tell someone I'm weak? That's weak. I'm a man. Mm. And now I'm understanding, man, when I, when I tell someone my weakness, that's even more room for God to work and show that he's strong. I'm not strong at all. Yeah. I have no strength, but it's all God in me through my weaknesses. Sure. And this is a beautiful vulnerability. Like I think sometimes, sometimes we like, sometimes people, when we go to having conversations, like they're kind of shocked at how open I am and I am selective with who I'm open to, but also I want people to hear that vulnerability can be healing. That transparency is healing. Asking for help is healing. Like, I know sometimes men like have this, like, man, like, yo, I, I, like, I can't ask for, I can't ask you for help. I can't ask you. Like, no, we can ask for help. Like we can, we can ask for help for brake pads and for spiritual things. Yeah. You know? Um, so well, and this this makes me think of a bunch of different things, but I think the like the thing that I'd I'd like to like land on here yeah. is this idea of like what what do we do next? I mean, I think that's one of the things we pride ourselves on is we want to try to give yeah helpful application for for ourselves and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I think that there's there's this idea of you know a Timothy a Barnabas and mm-hmm. you know uh, oh man who was Paul's like mentor. Oh geez! Oh, and Ananias, Ananias, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Yep. So it's like having those people in your life, somebody that's ahead of you, somebody that's behind you, somebody that's with you. Yeah. Like so, you're leading, leading somebody, walking with somebody, and being led by someone Mm -hmm. when it comes to mentorship. And I just finished how to hear God, and one of the things that He talks about is is just the importance of having having those people around you. Yeah. That you can like somebody that's out ahead of you and wiser than you. Yes. Somebody who's with you that you can like bounce things off of and, and like, Hey, what are you getting? What am I? So it's important to have those people. Yeah. And so like, um, you're my Gandalf. 
<laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> I, I'm, I hope I'm not your Gandalf. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you could you could aspire for much older and wiser Gandalfs. <laughs> I've got a little white in my beard, but not that much. Uh, but uh, no, I I think that like um, so for for you, if you're not kind of picking up on this, is like you need to have somebody that like you're mentoring, somebody that you're pouring into. Because yeah. here's the reason why. Now, I know that that's not like asking for help, but what it is doing, though, is giving you purpose and meaning. Absolutely. Like, And so um, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're not investing in the next generation, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying students or kids. I'm yeah. saying somebody who's following after you. They might yeah. be older than you, yeah, but somebody who's not as far along in their faith as, as you. And you might be like, man, I'm really new to faith. Well, guess what? There's people out there who don't know Jesus at all, yeah. that is a person that you can invest in. So, anyway, yeah. having that investment gives you purpose, meaning, belonging, and it gives you that identity of, like, I'm a work in progress. Sometimes yeah. you don't realize how far you've come until you look in the rearview mirror at somebody mm. else who's way down the road. Man. You know? And so, um, and, that, and that one, honestly, I would say that one's easy. Yeah. We want to give back to other people. For sure. You know? The second easiest one is that person that's with you. Mm-hmm. Now, there's that transparency there. But so, like, I, I consider you a, a, a co-laborer, co-brother in, in, in Christ. We're, we're, we're walking, following Jesus together. Yeah. And, you know, and that's important. But there's also pieces of, like, vulnerability and openness that come with that. Yeah. Um, I was playing disc golf with um, our good buddy Miles today. Mm. Um, oh, man. Hey, Miles. Yeah. Well, I... I tried to get him to come come tonight and be on the on oh, the show. Dude, he it would have been amazing. He's like, no, I don't get on a podcast because I don't have anything to say. I'm like, dude, I'd set you up. I mean, we talked for hours. And so if me and him were on the podcast, you'd be just over there sitting. That's not even true. I, like, man, I, I am perfectly comfortable interjecting myself into any conversation. Um I think yeah, we, I think Miles is just worried I was gonna make fun of him too much. We love on, Miles. On me the, and him both the, love rap. Yeah. Oh, you guys both love about everything. About everything. Yeah. 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 You guys have the same exact interests. <laughs> uh, I think had you know had he lived, had he continued to live in Springfield, you guys have been roommates by now. So, oh man, easy. Yeah. Easy. And, and you would have got along perfect. I agree. Hand to glove. So anyway, um, but I was talking to Miles today, and just like you know, the value of having somebody else who, who like, knows what you're going through, knows yeah. the things that like you're friends with. Yeah. So. Like you can be your your transparent true self with that person yep. and and like work through things together. But there's also that piece of being vulnerable. I'll tell a story real quick. Um, years ago, years ago, I was sitting with one of my good friends, and um, he and I didn't have like a a really transparent like relationship. Yeah, like we did a lot together. We served. We ministered together. We spent time together. You know, he's like my brother. Like, he and I, we were really close, really close. And, um, you know, there was one night where I was talking to him, and he he kept coming back to this thing that was I could tell was troubling him, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell what it was, and I wasn't giving him the space because that's not the nature of our relationship. Right. But he needed it so badly like needed to have that conversation so badly. I'd just come back from passion conference. He gave me a ride home. Yeah. And we, we got to my house at midnight. He left at three 30 AM because my stupid hard head was not aware of what he was trying to tell me. Right, Right. And then finally, like I shut up and listened to him. Yeah. And I realized I'm like, he's hurting. 
Yeah. And I haven't made myself emotionally available to him for yeah. him to to share that. He needed needed to talk so badly. Yeah. He just pushed through my my hard headedness. Wow. Good for him. Thank, yeah. Thank, thanks be to God. Yeah. Good for um, him. Yeah. Right. But like. He started telling me about what was going on with his brother and how much anxiety that was causing him and like you know how wow. much like how much of that he was carrying because he knew about it before the rest of his family did and all these pieces and parts mm. and the implications of what this could be yeah like it was it was heavy stuff. Sometimes, sometimes walking with a brother means like sharing your own crap, but the other piece of it is leaving the door open enough that Absolutely. somebody else can can share what's going on in their life. Absolutely, and. Um, you know, the temptation, um, and I don't know if this is stereotypical of men or if this is just a universal thing. Yeah. Um, I, I can only see from my vantage point. Yeah. But I know for me, it's way easier for me to talk about darts or paintball or ping pong or pickleball or disc <laughs> Or golf cheated darts. Or I did not cheat at <laughs> darts. All right. I never cheated darts. I never cheated anything. Um, Never, maybe Scrabble sometimes, but you know, Scrabble. I'm just joking. I don't cheat at Scrabble. Um, I'm just smart. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all that to say, like you know, um, yeah. like I, it's easier for me to talk about the garbage, like the, sure. like just the the fluff, the fun things, and it is to leave right. the door open. And it's part of like having that brother. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. Uh, it's so easy sometimes. Oh man, did you see the. See the Celtics, or oh, yeah. see the, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, sports. You know, just just talk about the game. Talk about uh, you know what, what kind of birds you have. Yeah, stuff? how's your fantasy team doing? Yeah, you know, like. yeah. Um, but really, man, um, I, I have found, <laughs> um, I have found so many men who are who are like that. Mm. Who who are like, man, I need to. I, I thank you. I need to talk. Like, or yeah, or, yeah, I need to like. And it's been so like so healing. It's been so healing. Like and and, and to know like man, like I, I'm still a man, and I can love my bear meat, mm. and I can love my knives, but also I can tell you I'm hurting. Yeah. And sometimes it takes the strength and the courage of being a man to be open and to do that. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it takes bravery. It takes courage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, and then there's that last piece, and I think this is the hardest. Um, especially the older you get, the harder it becomes. But having a mentor, yeah, having a mentor, um, that is, that is increasingly difficult. That's like the thing that, like, when I look at this stack, like, I I got a lot of people that I can I can lead and coach and mentor, yeah. like you know, and and be a part of that. I've got I've been blessed with a lot of friends yeah. who are on. Like we're following Jesus together now. There's, there are some pieces there that I I need to get better at. I know that I need to do better at leaving the door open, which I've gotten much better at since that conversation. Yeah, but man, sharing my own stuff is hard for me to do. I can I can see that really hard for me. To I can do. see that. Um, and it's not from a place of uh, you know, even like that. I'm less of a man right. if I if I share. It's more of that you know, um. I don't know. It's just that it's it's hard to be vulnerable. Yeah, it is. Um, because is it a trust thing? Oh, I think so. I think there's some yeah. trust there. I think there's just like, yeah. you know, um, you know, like carrying carrying your own weakness is hard to yeah 
you know, and, and like sharing that with somebody else. It's like, yeah. you know, I don't want to let anybody down. Yeah. But then again, I know that I'm not that important. Right. <laughs> so, you are. No, but uh, like, that's like, that, that's the, that's the, that's the rub. Yeah. Of that, you know? And so anyway, I know, I know I can grow there. The hardest thing though is finding that mentor. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and, and I don't really know what makes it so difficult. Because there's a lot of people that are further along mm-hmm. than me. Yeah. And you, listener, I imagine there's a lot of people further along than you. Yeah. Um, so, like, what is it? That, what do you think makes that hard? Is it, like, can it can it be, like, can it be a situation where you're almost afraid to ask for help? maybe maybe i mean like i know for me like i had people in my life that i knew could be my mentors sure i I mean i even had a very good close friend of mine call me during all this and say i want to be that guy for you yeah and what was wild is i was reading a book called resilient life by uh, gordon mcdonald i think it's his name sure it was it was an incredible book it was about uh he was he was a uh he was a track runner then he turned into a track coach, and he applied that to life. He applied that to scripture. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful book. It was gifted to me during my uh, my, my moral failure, and it was one of the books that, like, some of the books that I got, I laughed at. I kind of scoffed at because it was very much, you know, titling me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, that book that was given to me was an incredible book, and that was at a time where I was like, you know, I'm kind of out here. I don't really know anybody. I don't definitely don't trust anybody anymore. So God, what I'm going to do. And I got a random call and you know, my friend was like, Hey, you were on my heart. God told me to call you. I really want to be here for you. I really want to be that mentor. I'm here anytime you need to call. Mm. Do you know what I didn't do? Call. I didn't call. Yeah. I didn't call. Yeah. I, again, though, I just don't understand what the, what the, the barrier there is. I, yeah. And like personally, yeah, I don't know. I think there is a piece of peer to peer. You can you can push a lot of things off and then get to it eventually. Yeah. If you if you're with a mentor, you feel like you can't waste that person's time. That's true. It's like, hey, mentor me. Also, I'm not going to be transparent at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, and so, yeah. like, we're going to get nowhere. And nowhere. Then you, you feel bad for that. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But I, you know, personally. I know that I have to get better at that. Like I have to find that mentor. I have yeah. to find that person that I'm willing to just be like, what are you learning today? I got to see a, an, an old friend, which was cool. I, I never go to incredibly delicious ever. Oh. It's fantastic. Hold um, up. Are you, are you going to say who I think you're going to oh, say? It's Patrick, man. I saw Patrick and, uh, yeah, shout out to Patrick. Um, I, I don't know if he listens. I hope he I does. think he, he likes Does everything he? that I post on about it on Instagram. So okay. I don't, you know, I don't know. Patrick, Which, if what's funny, what's funny yeah. is Miles said the exact same thing yeah. about him. He goes, he goes, he's like, you're like, so, cause we were talking about him on the way to incredibly delicious. Yeah. He goes, he goes, uh, he, he like, he swipes up on some of my, my food stories and like, that looks fantastic. He's like, that's high praise. He's yeah, like, I'm yeah, taking yeah. that to the bank. I'm quitting my job as a, a video editor. Dude, I'm going to be a His a food chef. looks incredible, man. Oh, like, man. Uh, like Miles is, yeah, Miles. Oh, is yeah, really. he does. He does a pretty good job. Yeah, He's but anyway, uh, back to Patrick. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, now I know that Patrick's super busy. But yeah. if I asked Patrick to give me some time, I bet you he would. You know, I agree with that. Um, you know, now I'm going to be in real trouble if he does listen. To yeah. <laughs> well, like but, uh, I, when I read, um, when I read through Renovation of the Heart last year, yeah, I posted that I was reading it. And he he messaged me, and I, 
like I I think I have met him in passing, but I've never like officially hung out and talked to him and like you know so uh, we've just chatted. Yeah, we've we've chatted on yeah. uh, on social media, and he was like, hey, if you have any questions, I went through this. If you have any questions, let me know. Yeah, and you know what I didn't do. Let I didn't him ask know. him any questions. No. I didn't ask him any questions. Yeah, no, I, I know I need to make some time for that. And Patrick, he's given me he's given me more books that have changed my like my world. Yeah. Than any anybody else. Like like he's he's the one who turned me on to uh um <laughs> oh gosh. Having a hard time with names today. <laughs> um who's that dude that I, I talk about all the time? He's awesome. Comer? Yeah. John Mark Comer. John Mark Comer. So he gave me he gave me both Garden City and um ruthless elimination of hurry yeah and then he also gave me this book um it, it's a it's it's a biography of of eugene peterson it's yeah, called yeah burning yeah. in your bones um okay. and and it was the first part of it was really tough but then i think i think he gave me the book really for just one chapter yeah um you know it's like you need to read the whole book but there's one chapter to dial in on yeah and and it meant a lot so i don't know yeah. um but I, like, i've heard a lot of really good things about Patrick. Yeah. Like he, he's a good dude. Yeah. So. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, you know, like finding those mentors and I got people that I know I can lean on, you know, like, um, there's, you know, my friend Rob and Rob texts me every Monday. I kid you not. Nice. Every single Monday morning. How can I pray for you? Oh dude. And when I, when I say he hasn't missed in the last 10 years, wow. I think, I think he's missed like may, maybe 20 times in the last 10 years. Wow, and and he's been in and out of the hospital before, like That's and on incredible. those Mondays, uh, yeah. My, my someday I'll tell like the whole s- scope of the story of Rob Peterson and how yeah. how important he is to me and to many other people. But yeah. um, anyway, all that to say, like I know that there's people available in yeah. that in that that sphere. But yeah, you know, um, and, and you know what I I really do think like, and I, and I'm this may be like this may. I don't mean to sound too spiritual, but like, I, I do believe that, man, you start like really praying and saying, God put the people in my path. Right. I think he's going to put them in your path. Yeah. Like I, I really wholeheartedly believe that. Right. Um, so man, pray towards that. Like sure. pray towards, Hey God, who do you want in my life? I want a mentor. Yeah. Who do you want in my life? Put them in my life. I think for that, sure. I think, you know, no, and I think that that makes sense to yeah. just like you know p- praying in that direction and trusting God to yeah. give you those people. So yeah. anyway, but yeah, like asking for help. I, I'm glad that that's something that you wanted to bring up. Because, yeah, man. Yeah, um, you know I, whether whether you're a, you know a man or not, you know, yeah. asking for help, especially especially with things that are sensitive. Yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah, and and I and I also want to add, like, man, don't don't just say, oh, he's talking about lust or temptation or or whatever like anything that you are holding and dealing oh, for with, sure. like your, your situations and your problems and your issues, they may look completely different than mine. Yeah. But still like ask for that help. Oh, no for matter sure. What, no matter what those issues are. And it, and it goes back to what we talked about a couple, couple weeks ago with yeah. doubt, you know, yeah, and for just sure. Just like, you know, sure. having people that you can talk to about your doubts and questions and, yeah. you know, having people that you can talk to about your frustrations and, yeah. you know, um, and, and, processing hurt and trauma and all the things yeah, but anyway you're not alone uh, we hope that you know that like you are not alone mm. i didn't know we were breaking into the song little michael bro michael jackson oh okay you don't know michael jackson no i know michael jackson i just don't know that song <laughs> for real uh, what is it 
You are not alone. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for I sure. Know that song. <laughs> anyway, um, we are glad that you tuned in. Man, I'm excited. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. We got some good episodes coming. We do, man. We're glad that you're with us on this episode, though. Yeah, we're, we're excited that you're here. Yeah. Hey, thank you for, for tuning in and listening. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. And, uh, man, we're three episodes in on this season. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, real quick. I'm at school. I'm at work. This student comes in my room. She's like, hey, I was overhearing my mom listening to a podcast called the bad apples podcast and i realized it what? was your voice and i'm like wait no a minute way. i'm like who's your mom there was dude there was no connection whatsoever dude, that's wild. and i'm like okay that's crazy so hey so we see you we're thankful for you yeah cody tell the people what they want to hear god loved us first god loves us most nope <laughs> It's uh, God loves us first. Yes, he does. God loves us best. <laughs> yes, he And does. God loves us most. And this is the Bad Apples Podcast.